Hi there, it's Susan. Listen, I've got a question for you. It's this. I want to make sure that you know if you can increase your average order value that your sales will grow, right? If you can increase that average order value, your sales will go up and you won't have to do one more thing. Today, I'm giving you three kind of genius strategies that you can use to do just that. So buckle up, grab a pen. I'm going to see you on the inside. Welcome to the Roadmap to 50K on Shopify. Each week, we'll take you behind the scenes of real stores where you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So buckle up. Welcome your host and Shopify expert, Susan Bradley. Well, hello there. Welcome back. Thank you so much for listening to me. I so appreciate the time and attention uh, you give the podcast. And you know, if you've been listening to me for any length of time, you've probably heard me talk about key metrics. You know, I know I'm like a broken record, but it's so important that I keep bringing it up. And if you're wondering what a key metric is, it's really just uh, a metric is a data point. And it's a data point that I like to track and measure. And so that's why I call it a key metric, because I think it's super important that we pay attention to that metric. And the reason it's super important is that the key metrics, these metrics that I talk about, are data points that are actually within your control to change. Did you catch that? Those are things that you can change. You can actually manipulate them to get better results. And really what I'm talking about is to get better sales. And so it's really important that you, first of all, know what they are. But secondly, that you understand what you can do. What's your role in this? What can I do to change these numbers so that I get better results without having to go and change all the things I do in my business? And in case you need a reminder about the the key metrics, the key metrics that I talk about, there's only three of them. So it's not even that hard. So the first one is traffic. And traffic is more important than anything else because it doesn't matter what you have on your website, how great your product is, if it's almost free, if it's the most beautiful site ever, it will not matter if you don't have people visiting your website. So traffic is the first key metric and you control traffic. Sadly, sometimes you have to pay. (laughs) Most times you have to pay to control your traffic, but you have the power to not only drive traffic to your site, but to find the right people and drive them to your site. So traffic is first. The second key metric is your conversion rate. And that is simply a function of your traffic and who buys. So let's say you had a thousand people in a room and they were all people who had visited your website and we pulled out the buyers and put them in another room. What percentage are those buyers of the whole? So the key metric conversion rate is really just the percentage of visitors that actually make a purchase. And remember, in our world, 1% to 2% is completely average. So if you had a 1,000 people, you're looking at 10 to 20 orders, 10 to 20 buyers. So that's the second one, conversion rate. 
The third one is your average order value. And sometimes you'll see people uh, call it AOV. And it's really just uh, when you do get orders on your site, if you added them all up and divided them by the number of orders, added the dollars, divided by the number of orders, what is the average dollar value of an order? And it's super important. All three of these things work together to determine the sales you get, to determine your results. And so it's, it's really, you're really leaving money on the table if you don't take the time to pay attention to those metrics and in fact to track and measure them because they work together. And let me give you an example so you can see what I mean. So if you think about the traffic that you have to your site and the conversion rate of that traffic, if you think about that, let's say you have 10,000 web visitors and your conversion rate is 2%. So 2% of those 10,000 people bought, that's 200 orders. And let's say that your average order value is $30. And so all you do is take 200 times 30, and you know that 10,000 web visitors with those key metrics that you have will give you $6,000 in sales. But here's, here's what's important. It's when we talk about being able to control these metrics, the easiest metric, the one that will get you the most sales with the least amount of effort, the easiest one to control is your average order value. And it can make a huge difference. And so I just want to demonstrate this to you. So in the first example I gave you, we had 10,000 web visitors, 2% conversion rate with an average order value of $30. And that would give you $6,000. You would know that if I, generally if I can get 10,000 web visitors with my metrics where they are, it's going to result in $6,000 in sales. But what if I could change my average order value? What if I could get it up higher? So I send the same 10,000 web visitors to my site. It cost me the same amount of money. I have the same conversion rate of 2%, but I set myself up to get my average order value up to $50. So I get the same 200 orders, but now my average order value is $50. And so I could count on sales of $10,000 from those same 10,000 people without having to spend more money driving traffic, without having to give a big discount, without having to do like all the things. And so it's really important to take that low hanging fruit, that average order value, and make sure that you're maximizing it. And so I hope I've been able to demonstrate the value uh, of that to you. And I actually had this situation with my, my, my big e-commerce store, we squeak, you know, when I when I started the our shoes were $29.99. Our average order value was like, I don't know, somewhere in the low 30s. And and I realized that if I could just get people to buy, you know, one and a half pair or two pair, I would absolutely be able to get more sales from the same traffic. And so, you know, it took me some time and I actually ended up changing my pricing as well. But when I sold that business, the average order value was almost $48. That's a huge difference between $30, $32. And it meant that I got a lot more sales by keeping everything the same, but the offer. So I want you to keep that in mind. So now that you understand 
and you can see the value. Let's just hop into what I think are my top tips. And so the obvious tip is an in-cart upsell. So or upsell. These are these are little pop-ups. There's software you can get one from Bold or Ultimate Special Offers, and I'm sure there are other ones. But what it is is when somebody is in the cart ready to buy, there's a little pop-up that comes up, and you can you can decide what you're going to offer on that pop-up, and you can even do it based on what's in their cart. And what you want to do is offer them a something that they might be interested when they're right ready to buy. It can be with a discount or no discount. It can be as simple as offering them the same thing, a second one, as they're already buying. Or it could be something that really works, goes well with what they bought. Like, for example, if they're buying essential oil, you could offer them a diffuser or diffuser sticks or a second bottle of the same oil or a package of three oils that are make a set. I mean, there's so much that you can do with this, but you just have to think about what is that person buying and what would they be most likely to buy. And these pop-ups are not expensive and they do convert. And sometimes takes time to figure out what you're going to offer, but they do convert. Again, an example from my We Squeak store was we had, they had, our shoes had squeakers in them, which people would take out and lose. So we could sell an extra set of squeakers for $1.99 that cost me a quarter. And about 25% of the people would take that offer. And it was almost pure profit. So I want you to think about what you could offer. The second way you can do this is a post-purchase offer. Now, a post-purchase offer is uh, great because you don't have anything getting in the way of people to make a transaction. So the software you can get for that will actually make the offer after they've completed the purchase. And so they don't have to put their credit card or their shipping information again. It's kind of like adding something to their order. Now, again, it's kind of the same strategy, right? That's, you know, something they already bought or something that really goes with what they bought. Like don't offer them something out in less field. Now, those apps cost a little more and they don't work. They don't, they, you, people won't see the offer if they're checking out with PayPal or Amazon because they're actually leaving your cart. And so you don't get as many impressions with them, but they're really good for people who already have a pretty robust sales funnel. So they are good because you don't interrupt the card. So you can think about that. The second thing, that's the low hanging fruit, is see if you can get the average cart value. But the second thing is also really low hanging fruit. And and we don't think about this often because we're always so worried about pricing. But if you went through your inventory and you really filtered maybe your top 10 or top 20 items and you just take those few items and you raise the prices. Just do a deep dive and see what you have and just raise the prices a little bit on those top selling items. So you're not doing an across the board price increase. You're not raising the price in a noticeable way. Like you could go from say something is $36 to $37.99. Like you don't want to go crazy, but you want to add a little bit to the top selling items. And the benefit of this is that, you know, you can do a site-wide price increase of 5% and you're not going to see the same impact as if you did like a 10% uh, 
increase on just the items that you sell the most of. You're going to get more dollars in the bank if you do that. So I think that's super simple to do. It's good information for you. It'll also help you think about buying inventory and what you don't need to buy and what you need to buy more of. It will also help you when you're thinking about similar items. And so it's a great exercise. And I am going to say to you, your customers won't even notice. So before you start thinking about, oh, how will I write the email to tell people the prices are going up? Just drop the pen. Just don't do it. Nobody will even notice. So the last thing, the third thing that I think is very, very effective when it comes to increasing your average order value is front of the line shipping. So first of all, I'm going to say if you sell a product that is uh, really super niched and people can't find everywhere, I'm not a fan of free shipping. You can do a threshold for free shipping, but I don't like if people can't go find it on Amazon or Walmart or Target, there is no need for you to to offer free shipping because they want that product and they're prepared to pay for it. And they understand that you're a merchant. And so hopefully you're charging for shipping. And if you're not charging for shipping and you start, that'll get your average order value up fast. But the other thing you can do is front of the line shipping. And really what that is, it's just like an upgrade. It's not even an upgrade in postal service. It's literally like uh, front of the line. So what you can do is for a small amount, two or three dollars, you can offer a next business day guaranteed to ship. Your order will be processed and shipped by the next business day, you go to the front of the line. And what I have learned is there are lots of people, a whole group of people that are willing to pay for that different level of service. And so if you don't offer it, you're leaving money on the table. And it really is basically free for you to offer it. It just means that you pull those orders first. And, and you're able to make those orders more profitable. And those are the customers that you really, really want because that helps you grow your business. And so shipping altogether is one issue, but the easiest way to get your average order value up, if you're already charging for shipping, is to do front of the line shipping. If you're not charging for shipping, I believe you should. I don't think that you will lose a lot of sales by charging for shipping as long as you don't have a consumable product that people can find anywhere. Now, the last thing, those are my three tips, right? The upsell in the cart or the post-purchase upsell, adding a few dollars just to your top items, the items you sell all the time, and then the shipping thing. Those are my top tips for increasing your average order value. But here's a bonus tip. When you're thinking about promotions, when you're thinking about a sale you might have for Black Friday, or maybe you're having a summer sale or a Christmas in July or a clearance sale, here's one thing that you will thank yourself for later. This is the thing you can do is design your promotions to reward people who buy more than your average order value. So wait the bonus, like wait the deal for people who are willing to buy more so that it becomes a no-brainer for most people to buy more. Now, here's an example again from my, I can't wait till the doggo grows up enough that I have more examples. But from WeSqueak, here's an example is every, every June 
or early July, I would have a flash sale. And what we would do is we would create a collection of, of shoes that were broken sizes, or they could have been samples, or they could be just, you know, I didn't do so well with the design on that. It could be any of those things, shoes that we wanted to get rid of. And I would make them so cheap, like $7. But the deal was that you had to buy a regular price shoe to get the second pair at $7. And you could buy as many regular price shoes as you wanted, and you got the second pair. For each one shoe you bought, you got a $7 pair. And what that did for me was that got my average order value to stay about where it was. It didn't drop. Like it was still a really good sale. People were happy. They got more than one item, but I didn't lose in the AOV. And the reason I did this is one year I thought, oh, I'm going to have a sale. It's June. I need to clear things out. June is always a slow month. And stupidly, I sold shoes for $13.99 and I got a ton of orders for $13.99. A bad plan. Totally bad plan because I didn't incentivize anybody to buy more than one pair. And so I had a lot of pulling and packing to do for one order and actually didn't make any money on those shoes where when I sell a full price shoe and a $7 shoe, I'm still profitable. So those are my tips. Now it's your turn. Get thinking. First, start by tracking your average order value and start testing some offers. Set yourself a little goal. Like, where do you want to move the needle to with this? Can I get a few dollars by the end of this month? Can I move that average order value up a couple of dollars? And then all you have to do is think about what that end result is for you. What's the outcome of that? If I can move my average order value up $2 this month, I don't have to change anything else, but how much money, more money does it put in the bank for me? How much more profitable can I be? So that's all I have. I hope that was helpful. I would love to hear if you've tried any of these tips and uh, I'll be back next week to share some more. We'll see you soon, guys. Hey, listen, if you like what we're working on here at the Roadmap to 50K and it's helping you get clarity on your next steps, I think you really have to check out our inner circle You know, it is just an amazing place to learn how to build your business the right way. And you get to do it with a wonderful group of store owners that support each other and will cheer you on. You know, in the inner circle, our only purpose is to help our members get results. And because of that, we actually have dedicated coaches that are fully trained and available to work one-on-one with you. And we offer that to our members at crazy affordable prices because I know that sometimes you just need a little extra help to get past a roadblock so that you can move on and make progress again. So if this sounds good to you, I want you to head on over to the socialsalesgirls.com forward slash inner dash circle and get on the wait list. We will send you a lesson so that you can see what's waiting for you on the inside. And we'll also invite you to join us the next time we are open to take new members. So listen, friends, that's all. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. And I will see you next week.